0: Alright, alright. Y'all know what it is. It's the Leo G Show. We coming back to you with another episode. Glad we could do it. It's been a while, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, and uh it's a Friday night. Just got paid. Banks and Derrico just got paid. That's right. They just got paid, man. We doing this show on a Friday night, man. We doing it real big, and we doing it real live. <laughs> so, look, before we get too far into the show, <laughs> before we get too far into the show, Never mind what he said. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta introduce everybody to hold it down on this show. And as you can tell, it's Friday night. So Leo G has already been. I'm, I'm four in, about to be five in during the show. But I gotta pass it over to my brother on the south
1: side, man. What's going on, Banks? How you doing, uh, Leo? How you feeling?
0: Man, I'm I'm feeling really, really good. It's Friday night, man. First time. I think we've done a show on a Friday night, man. So we feeling good, man. And and doing it big, man. And I think it's gonna so, be a real so big are, show tonight. Hold me, on,
2: man. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You already you already in really 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 territory.
0: Do you really wanna do that? Yeah, we can do it. Well, let's, go. It's Friday night. let's go. I ain't gotta get up in the morning. I ain't gotta get up in the morning. Banks, let's go. Okay, well, Banks, our man out tonight. If you're listening to us on the audio, Banks just pulled up a bottle of water. But anyway, man, let's get the show started off, man. Like I, like I just said, I got my man Banks on the south side holding me down, man. What's going on, Banks?
1: Yeah, how you doing, Leo, man? What's going on, Derrico?
0: What's up? What's up? Yeah, they got that dude out there on the east side, man. Derrico that's already starting problems he been doing his thing for, for a minute today, man. What's going on, Derrick Cole, out there on the east side, man? How you feel? Hey, man, I'm feeling glorious. I mean, it's a good day. The weather's
2: good. The sun is out. I'm outside tonight because I want to chill. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm feeling all right. All I'm right, right. Seeing, all right. I might see some other stuff going on.
0: <laughs> all right, man. Keep it, keep, it, keep it PG-13 at least. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't get too wild over there, man. All right, fellas. You know how we do it, man. So, we're going to get into the show, man. It's a lot to talk about because, like I said, we, we've been gone for a while, man. So we got quite a bit to talk about tonight, man. Banks is going to point guard, you know, his segment as well as Derrico. will point guard his. And, and, of course, Leo G will do his thing, man. So I'm going to give it over to you here, Banks, first. Before we get into the meat of the show, we're going to do a fit, check, drink, check. Let everybody know what you got on and let everybody know what you're sipping on tonight, sir.
1: Well, just had to do the throwback today, the wearing the number 10, Barkowski. Uh, uh with the the throwback jersey with the hat um not drinking on anything today fellas gotta take it easy um just doing some good water so um you guys got me beat today
0: bang so you guys <laughs> take it easy tonight oh damn i wish you would have gave us the memo on that man and i would have slowed down a little bit man so you're gonna be the only one on the only uh sober train tonight, because I'm damn sure it's going to go off the rails with me tonight. <laughs> but that's what's up, man. Derek I'll let everybody know what you out there sipping on, man, what you got on, man. Hey, first of all, I want to address Mr. Banks.
2: Hey, if you're on antibiotics, let's say you're on antibiotics. <coughs>
1: I'm just saying. No, no, no sir. No antibiotics, anything saying. like that. <laughs> I am straight just drinking water today, sir. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. What about to be alive with a knife? Yes, I mean,
1: if, if you, if you, if you, um, uh, if you try to cover up your Jericho self, I mean, hey, listen, hey. we can do this.
2: Hey, we. Gonna I don't have
1: up. to. I don't have to be drunk to get up into you. So, I mean, I'm just saying. What <laughs> is? Hey, keep, it, y-
0: on, y- just, this, keep this it on. Just keep it on, on the tracks. Keep track. it on the tracks, Jericho. Let's go. What tell track. everybody what you got on, man.
2: Hey, I'm, I'm repping this old school throwback, just like my man Banks talking about. But you know this neon um, Dion, you know what I'm saying? Prime time in the house,
0: so I'm just gonna do that like that. You know, that's what's up, man. Got a throwback Banks. He bought it back in 1988 when Dion first came to Atlanta. You, y'all already know what it is. And what so, you drinking, bro? <laughs> I ain't drinking this, but I want to highlight this. This Greenwood 1906.
2: That's right. You said Greenwood whiskey. Yes, it was in it was in honor of the Greenwood District in Tulsa, Oklahoma, during the Black Wall Street era. This Greenwood 1906. But what I'm sipping on is a good day for this E.H.
0: Taylor. Small bitch. Okay. okay. E.H. Taylor Small like. That's what's up, man. And let everybody know how how long you have been doing it. Uh, today, how long have you been on it? If you If you um, care to tell. If you don't want to tell, then that's fine. We know. Banks and I know, I know but I'll get off at 7 o'clock. Okay. All right. Well, that's what's up. <laughs> all right, fellas. So, look, Great Minds thinking like, before the show got on, man, they had to, you know what I'm saying, clown me, rear me, whatever the case may be, and that's whatever. You know what I'm saying? it. It is – we are in camp, training camp. We'll get to talk about it here in just a minute. But you see all of us have some rendition of the Atlanta Falcons throwback. I have mine on. One that they currently still wear. They're going to uh, wear it a couple of times this year. Of course, 99 apparently – Somebody said my big ass look like Warren Sapp in this. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing, man. I'm wearing the, the throwback Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Black. This is like the earliest rendition of the 1966 edition of the Atlanta throwback. Derrick, go ahead. A light skin Warren Sapp. A light skin Warren Sapp. Okay, thank you. Um, what I'm drinking on tonight is I got a single barrel edition of the 13th Colony. Uh, shout out 13th Colony out of America's Georgia. Um, we got it right here. Single barrel edition. Shout out to the plug for getting this out to us. It's a barrel proof 13 Colony single barrel, and it is quite delicious. It's a caramel bomb for those of my bourbon brothers that like to drink it. It's it's fine.
2: Derrick, what's up? I forgot to say that this
0: fine bottle is straight from the deck, straight from straight from the east side. That's what's up. I got another bottle I don't want to feature to tonight, man. Maybe I maybe they can plug me or something. But this this here, fellas, is straight Atlanta. Um, one of the only whiskey distiller. Well, it's a couple. I think he got old four But this is ASW. They're distillery right here in the ATL. Um, they age a lot of their bottles right over there in the West End. Um, this is a single barrel bottle of ASW. It's their Georgia Heartwood. It's a single barrel pick from from my store right up the road, uh, Tap House um filler edition single barrel um i hadn't cracked the seal on it yet but i definitely wanted to feature it man because it's atl everything um bottle and age right here in the atl this is a single barrel pick man um by by tap house so if you're in the atl man if you want to come down on the south side to tap house they only got a couple of left there they only got a couple of left but um i'm pretty sure it's delicious Hopefully I'll let you know how this thing is um, before the next episode. So that's what I'm on the 13th colony tonight. Definitely want to feature the ASW uh single barrel Georgia Heartwood. All right, fellas, man. So we're gonna get ready to get into this, this show tonight, man, because we are at the we are at the precipice of the that time of the year where like all the sports kind of intersect with one another. We are here. It is here. Football is back. We'll talk about that here in just a minute baseball is now getting into the, you know, we we separating the cream from the crop. You know, you still got soccer, MLS here. We getting into the nitty gritty with that. This is the time of the year that we like, fellas. Banks, this is the time of the year that we live for, right?
1: Right at this time. This is what we live for, man. Absolutely. If you're a sports fan, you better live for it. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you got, if you... Not to be necessarily living in Atlanta or be an Atlanta sports fan. If you're just a sports fan, period. And you know, unfortunately, we don't have one of those big market sports in hockey, so we could have been joined five sports all at once, which would have been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe one of these days, man, it might come. It might get back to us. Um, we we'll just have to see about that, man. But this is that time of the year, man, that you just gotta love, man. Everything kind of coincides with everything, man. We get to talk about a lot of stuff, man. We've been gone, um, summer vacation, summer break. Um, I let the guys talk about what they've done over the summer, man. But me personally, I had an opportunity, um, a great opportunity to go to the mother continent, man. If you hadn't been, I suggested everybody go. I spent about eight days in South Africa, which was a wonderful experience. And of course, me being the sports fan that I am, I got a chance to talk about, uh, sports with the people of South Africa. Really, really big on soccer, of course, in South Africa, and really, really big on rugby in South Africa. So we'll go ahead and take another one. Go ahead and take another one. Um, I ain't see you take one, Derek. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you're going to be hurting tonight. <laughs> you can take your swig of water, uh, Banks, if you want to. But yeah, I got a chance to spend time in South Africa. Had a wonderful time. <laughs> had a wonderful time down there in south africa to talk about rugby which is a big sport down there and also soccer as well uh banks summertime i know you had a chance to to take a vacation and and just relax and i want you want to tell everybody uh how you spent your summer vacation
1: absolutely i went to a couple of places um went uh, of course you guys know i went to sin city uh vegas um also Went down to see Mickey and Minnie um, down in Orlando, uh, Universal Studios, and um, had a blast down there. Um, pretty much being a kid at heart, but, you know, you can never grow old when you talk talking about amusement parks down there. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up, Banks. Love to hear
0: love to hear it, man. I'll get back down there in a minute, and uh, hopefully I got a trip in my, in my future here going to Sin City um, next year. Um, we got we we got a very important trip with them Dirty Birds going out there to Sin City, man. First time ever Dirty Birds Played the Las Vegas Raiders, so we'll talk about that as time goes on. Derricko, man, let everybody know how you've been spending your summer, brother.
2: Initially, I started my summer off volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. Then the volleyball season ended, and we took a glorious trip to Punta Cana in the DR. The Dominican. All I will say is that's the third trip to the Dominican. This is the first time we went and actually stayed in the Dominican. I'll be going back to the Dominican.
0: Cool, cool. Glad you enjoyed the Dominican Republic. It's it's always a fun time down there. I've been down there a couple of times as well, man. Dominican Republic is fun. Um, Definitely going back, obviously, to Orlando Banks, too, to enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? uh, You know, with my youngin', with my son, we've been there before, but definitely have to make that trip back to Orlando. And Banks, you can give me all the details on that. Fellas, if you definitely want to go over to South Africa, hey, listen, Trip of a lifetime, man. We enjoyed it, man. Of course, I exp- I, I told you all guys uh, about the details and 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 the experience that we had over there in South Africa, man. So look, that's what we did this summer. It's time for some sports, man, as we roll on into this thing, man. And um, so we're gonna pass this thing over to banks here, man. We're gonna let banks talk about some baseball here, man, as we we start to roll into this thing, man, and start getting closer and closer to the playoffs here with MLB and our Atlanta Braves, because it's a lot to talk about, man, and we are having fun watching these Atlanta
1: Braves. Banks, what's up with these Bravos, brother? Listen, this team does not need no introduction. I guess you both guys know, Derrico and Leo, that these baseball phenoms, that's what I'm going to start calling them, because they are phenoms. They also took a hefty win today against the Chicago Cubs, 8-0 8-0 with Max Fried debut since his injury back in April, which dropped his ERA down to 1.69, fellas. 1.69 with the 3-1 and record. I know that's kind of mm, that's saying a lot because you only pitch four or five games, but that's your ace on the mound, fellas. Um, coming in to, to see what these Bravos did, that's, let's just take it back for a second. Chicago Cubs were hot they were white hot you know before they played the Braves um Braves uh came in in first place uh 69 and 37 uh through that 30 games over 500 31 games above for 500 11 and a half games up on the Philadelphia Phillies um Phillies um to with the current state that the Braves are in, going into a hot team at Chicago Cubs, they could be playing with house money. I don't really think they really think about getting, even if they got swept, you know, who really cares? These guys are rolling. Um, the offense. Looking at the offenses, um, you got Olson that's basically on the tear right now. What you guys feel about the way this lineup is, um, do you think we need any tweaks going in or do you feel like it's fine where it is, uh, Leo?
0: Man, look, listen, this Atlanta Braves team is what we're used to watching, right? And offensively, man, it can't get no better, man. Like you said, Matt Olson is on a tear, um, set to break some records here. And I know Derrick wants to talk about that here in just a minute with just how hot these bats have been. Um, especially with Michael. Her- I mean, everybody, everybody in this lineup, man, bat is hot. Like, if you are an opposing pitcher against these Bravos, yeah, it's it's you. There is no chink in the armor. There is nobody in this lineup that you say, okay, well, I get a reprieve or I get some relief seeing this guy because everybody is hot. Everybody is doing their thing. Uh, Banks. One thing that you just alluded to here, we got Max Free back, one of our aces one of our starting rotating pitchers who had been out with, you know, the, I think forearm, uh, uh, forearm injury that he had going on. He had been out for quite some time. I know a lot of people were saying that we needed to try to pick up uh, somebody to slide into that spot, into the starting rotation. But, you know, Kyle Wright, Matt Freed, will be back. We did get a little bit of relief. And I know you'll probably talk about that here in a minute with the bullpen, man, but hey, dude. This is what you like to see. Our offense is clicking and one of our starting guys doing his thing. Derek, Hall, I'm gonna pass it over to you here, man. Tell us about these bats, man. That that's just fire hot and have been fire hot since the temperature has gotten hot.
2: Well, they cooled off a little bit now. I'm just gonna say they cooled off a little bit right after the all-star break. They did. However, now it is ATL hot. I'm talking about in the summer right now where it's August and the dog days of summer. They went through the fourth inning today like a hot knife going through butter. When you go through 10, 11 players on the lineup that lose to your thing earlier about who you're going to pitch to, nobody. You disrespected Olsen again by pitching to him. And what'd he do? He come through. So all I can say is you got the picky poison one through nine. You got a, a ninth place hitter in Michael Harris the second since the all-star break, batting 370 plus, leading the league. Now, if you tell me another team that can boast that, then we got something. Man, this is
0: a dangerous, 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 potent team. Banks, this team is we, you know, we, we talk a little bit about the PS, the PTSD when it comes to being an Atlanta fan. And, Banks, you kind of had to bring me back to reality when it comes to the Braves. The Braves are not that team. The Braves are the team that can find a way to say, hey, we're going to put this thing in autopilot, man, and get you over the hump and get you to the promised land. So, Banks, with that being said, where are we with the state of the Braves and tell everybody going into the postseason here, coming up here in the next couple of months how do you feel and how how we should feel about looking at these guys going into the postseason in a couple of weeks
1: here listen here the the braves are a well well, well, oil oil machine okay the guys went through all kinds of adversity guys i mean they lost their ace they lost charlie Wright. um they had you know go through ups and downs and like you alluded to uh derricko about being hot and cold don't matter if they hot or cold they still find ways to win okay um in your own division you had the miami marlins who was breathing down your neck the whole summer not sure what's going on with them at this moment but um yeah uh they're in third place right now um they Was kind of keeping the brace on their toes. Um, we all see that the Mets basically threw the white flag, they um, they imploded as we speak. Um, the Phillies are basically the after team that the we Mets. got
0: after Mets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, which would let people believe that you know, when Ethopolis was going into this deadline, this trade deadline, fellas, um, a lot of people was concerned about what well, we're going to replace a starting room. Re- um pitcher to replace uh Freed, knowing what Freed is gonna be, you know, after his injury and right. So going into with the tread deadline, we only picked up one pitcher. His um, name is Brad Hand, um uh, from Colorado, I believe. He's a left handed pitcher that'd be in that bullpen to kinda like, you know, help out guys like uh Chevis, um Mentor, you know, those guys there, you know, they they kinda they here today, gone tomorrow. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get from them, but we'll see. He made his debut today. Um, his made his debut today, guys. Um, he had uh, one inning. Um, got a player on the base if I can remember, and hit to a double play, and then got in the inning. So he did pretty well. Um, didn't do anything else. So the starting um pitching front guys, how do you guys feel about this pitching staff now? Real quick, Leo, how do you feel about the fact that? We know what Max Freed is now, and where do we go from there?
0: Man, listen, first of all, man, shout-out to Alex Anthopoulos, man. You know, we got a bunch of crybaby, whiny people in this city. Yeah, I said it. Listen, Alex Anthopoulos has brought us a title here, man. You know what I'm saying? We two years moved from a title, okay? Let Alex Anthopoulos run this team. He knows what we have. You know what I'm saying? Max Freed was hurt. He knew he was coming back. Kyle Wright, obviously, Soroka, you know, uh, Two injuries in, but he's still a viable uh, asset when it comes to the pitching here. Uh, Spencer Strider obviously is an anomaly when it comes to things. He had a little cold streak here, but you know, just the other night, man, he he showed you what what who he is and what he can do. So, man, I mean, I have the utmost confidence in this in the, in the bullpen number one because the starting pitching is 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 doing this thing. This is no longer a league where, you know, somebody had to pitch 80, 90, you know, pitches. I mean, do your thing, let the offense cook, man, and we're going to be okay, man. So I am, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with, with what's going on with our pitching right now. Coming back healthy and, and moving, um, going into the postseason, I think we'll be okay, man. This is setting us up to be prime going into the postseason, especially in my opinion with a uh, national league that, that they can't cook like we can cook. I think we'll be just okay. I mean, like you said, the the Cubs were high in the Central. Of course, you know, we're still going to get some contention from the West, who always competes pretty well. But, man, I think right now, I mean, we're we're, we're right where we want to be. I don't know how Derrico feels about it, man, but I feel like we're right where we want to be. I'm happy with the pitching right now. I'm super ecstatic with what we've been able to do offensively, man. So, we we just rolling, man. O. what
2: we'll say you, Banks? In rebuttal to Mister Walker over there.
1: No, I just basically wanted to piggyback what he was saying. Um, that you know we forgot forgot about Bryce Elder. Um, he's doing pretty good. He has an eight and one record. Um, his ERA kind of spiked up a little bit, but. I think the pitching is the last thing that we and fans of in particular of the Braves need to worry about. I have my concerns going down the stretch, but um we could talk about that another day perhaps. Um basically, um it's August, guys. I can't really think anything more past the next team. We play Pittsburgh after this series. That's the only thing I can look forward to. Um yeah, we're gonna be there in the playoffs. I get that. But i i i I think i will worry about the state of this team head into postseason probably around september right now i'm enjoying the wave you know i'm so stoked that bryce not bryce i'm sorry uh freed has returned from his injury and we possibly it was like a, a a free agent pickup if you really look at it that way you know he came in and set the world on fire and Whoa, no one saw that forgot about old Max Fried, you know? Yeah. And that's for mention. You still got Charlie Morton. You still got Spencer Strider. You still got Bryce elder, uh, it's another arm out there. I'm pretty sure we throw in there every Kyle once Wright. in a while. Kyle Wright, not, yeah. No, no, not Kyle Wright. I'm not talking about him. Um, <laughs> I'm talking say. about.
2: Well, to put him there. Well, I mean,
1: well, 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 that, the guy we just acquired, um, yeah. Torino, Tur- uh, Torino. I forgot his last name, but I mean, yeah, Kyle Wright will be there. Hopefully, he'll be there. Um, it's it's a good feeling to be a part of a winning organization. That whatever. And topless touch, it turns to gold. I I don't know what else to say about it. You know, it's just like you know, you got teams that come and give us their best shot every single day. Yeah, they might lose a series here and there, but other than that, I mean, Braves are still the best team in baseball, bar none.
2: The, the only thing I don't like about the Braves is they will play down to them. Sorry. Teams like Oakland,
1: but 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 teams do do that. I mean, you can look at the Houston Astros, they were repeating champions and they lost the series to the damn uh uh (laughs) uh uh who was that? The the uh, Kansas City Royals. I mean, come on, man. I mean, you it happens, it happens, okay. I mean, I'm just saying
2: that's only that's the only thing I don't like, but other than that, you are absolutely right, Banks. This squad is top notch. I'm talking about they don't want to even acknowledge it too much on national TV because they don't want to say that the Braves are that squad because it ain't the Dodgers, it ain't the Yankees, it ain't the Red Sox. Hell, I might even throw in the uh, Houston Astros in there.
1: Can I say Listen. one thing? Let me say one thing, Leo, before you go on. And just to, just to piggyback what you said, Leo, about these fans with these post- PTSD about, you know, teams in the city. The Braves have hardware, okay? They know how to win. They've been down the adversity. They've been walked down by the L.A. Dodgers three games to one. We've been there. They got championship. Listen, this is not the team you need to worry about if the other shoe is going to fall. Enjoy the ride, people. Enjoy it.
0: Man, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, man, so, I mean, we talked about pitching, man, because I think, you know, as we have watched the Braves, pitching has been a staple, man. The the Atlanta Braves has always been known for their pitching. And, you know, like I said, here recently, man, Alex Anthopoulos has done a phenomenal job of bringing that old 90s feel back with the pitching rotation. But one of the things that we're seeing now is this team being an offensive juggernaut. Like like we talked to like we talked about earlier, banks. Everybody on this lineup, like O said, there is no relief in this lineup because guess what? When somebody else is is having an off date, the next person is coming up going six for six. You know, damn near almost a cycle. You know, Michael Harris, Acuna. I mean, and we've seen in the last couple of games where we'll get into any and just have BP. Like I think today it was the fourth or fifth inning and everybody just stepped up and went single, double, home run, single, double, home run, back to back solo home runs. I don't think I've seen an Atlanta Braves team offensively this powerful, man, in a long time. Banks, is this sustainable and is this something for opposing teams to fear here um a long ways out? Because th- this this isn't going anywhere. This is the core, this core group is going to be here for a while, so is this sustainable? I, I mean, I guess we know this season it is, but how long do we have to look forward to seeing something like this, man, with the offense that they've been producing?
1: The thing is, the, the Braves, you know, the offense been doing this since April, so it's no doubt that it's sustainable. When the postseason creeps around, then you're going to get everyone's best shot, as in with his the best pitchers, the best pitchers always usually um, they say beat good hitting. So you will hope to see that, you know, as it get close to postseason season, that L counterbalance out, you know, you won't see a uh, eight to one drumming. You might see more of a three to two or a three to one kind of thing. But when it comes to when the games count more, the most, it's more about timely hitting, not just hitting the ball out the ballpark. We already know they master that we do. We can do that. We can do that all the way to end of September. It's all about timely hitting. And that's what is the real question is it. Can they sustain with that? Cause if you can't timely hit you, 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 you you're not going to win much, many ball games that way. Unfortunately.
0: Absolutely man. Seven and 37 right now going on the stretch. Um almost you know, 12 games ahead right now. So we got a lot to look forward to with the Braves, man. Um, and it's all positive. I miss mean, fellas. It's been a long time since we've like really not had any, you know what I'm saying, intrepidation talking about an Atlanta team. And right now, I'm loving what the Braves are doing, man. So man, shout out to the Braves, man, Banks. Hey man, we look forward to 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 talking about them here in the next couple of weeks, man, and how we're gonna line up going into the postseason. And hopefully, man, fellas, we'll be talking about doing another parade here momentarily. I don't wanna put the cop before the horse, but man, I feel so comfortable and I feel so good about what we're looking at with with this team, man. So I'm 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 it's it's looking so good, man. So hey, it is what it is, man. So listen, we gotta we gotta move on with the show, man. We'll move into the next topic, man. So we got y- y'all see it. We all represent the Falcons, man. We are into camp right now, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's been a long time coming for us to kind of, you know what I'm saying, talk about these Falcons. We've talked about them here on a couple of the last podcasts. Obviously, we talked about the draft. Obviously, we talked about, you know, some free agent moves here moving forward. But now let's just the rubber hits the road. We're in the camp. We're almost here. Next week, we'll go into the first preseason game for the Falcons. Um, Yesterday started the official, I guess, NFL uh, competitive season. We had the Hall of Fame uh, preseason game. Derek will talk a little bit about that here in just a moment. But listen, I want to talk a little bit about training camp and expectations for this team. Because this is the first time in a long time that I've been excited about seeing what this team can do. Um, fellas, not to just go too far back, but we know for the last couple of years that we have not had an opportunity as far as free agency to be able to bring in guys and talent that we needed to be competitive. And we've kind of just been going through the motions uh, until we got some 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 money off the books and were able to bring in people that could help this team be competitive. I'm excited and my expectations now at a level of competition. Not at a level of okay, you know, I'm I'm booking my Airbnb for Las Vegas, but at a level of at a level of competition and saying, "Hey, we are at a point now where I, the the playoffs are in sight, competing in our division and being a top or mid a mid or top level team in this in this uh league we can see it. So we're here so training camp, let's talk a little bit about it. I'm going to go over here to Derrick Uh I want to talk a couple of, about a couple of things here before we get into the meat of training camp. So Atlanta Falcons media has done a good job of just putting content out for his fans to look at. And one of the things that I sent to you all today was um a couple of films that I looked at that they put out on social media. One of the things that they did was a barbershop uh kind of uh setting where we had uh our newly acquired free safety and Jesse Bates, Calais Campbell, and also John o. Smith, our tight end, uh that they brought in um during the off season. Derrick, o, just by watching some of the content that they put out, man, and seeing some of these new acquisitions. How do you feel that this is going to affect what we're trying to do competitively this this fall?
2: Honestly, nothing. I mean, social media is... They got the best social media in the NFL. However, that don't translate to wins. Everything that's going to happen is going to happen between those white lines. When they put on those pads, scrap them up against another team so they can put out all the content that they want to describing this person describing that person i'm just not that guy i want to see what you're gonna do when you scrap it up on sunday afternoon sunday night monday night thursday
0: night period
2: and sometimes absolutely
0: absolutely banks I, i bring it over to you here like i said they've been a lot there's been a lot of content that they've put out man i don't know if 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 these feel good stories make you feel any type of way. But like I said, I was able to watch a couple of these, you know, things that they put out, um, the content that they put out. Have you had an opportunity to look at any of these things and how do you feel about you know, the talent that we have brought in uh, like I just alluded to?
1: I mean, I've seen a couple of them. Um, Some of them, I mean, I I still don't, I'm feeling different about it. You know, it's just a good story just to kind of like break the ice between the fan base and the player. Um, For me, it's all about action for me on certain players, okay? Certain players that I just got to see, and I don't want to hear no more accolades, no more, you know, you know, backstories of this individual. K- kudos to you. I just need to see you do something now. Um, Other than that, though, I mean, I just feel like going forward, I think the players that have a lot more to prove, will have a big magnifying glass on them, Leo. And I think a lot of people in this fan base are going to make it known that if this, you know, particular players don't produce or if they do or not. And it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real, real roller coaster of the season.
0: All right. Kicking it back over to you, Derricko, man. So listen, we brought in a lot of talent. We've had an opportunity to have money in free agency and bring in some top tier talent. Obviously, you know Going into this season, this is where we are. Um, like you said, in uh, in between the lines, guy. So where you stand is this is totally based on what we've done in the off season, where you are, line up and let's see this. Or do you feel confident? Because let's we're going to throw away what the past regimes have done. Do you feel like we've gotten it right? Do you feel like this is now? A formula of where we want to go moving forward or are you still a show me type of person because i do feel like this offseason we've made some steps moving forward into taking this team in the right direction or are you still unimpressed with just the names and the signings where are you now is it just a prove it to me between the lines or is it i'm okay with moving forward with what this organization is doing Leo, we ain't been in the playoff in about six, seven years.
2: So, yes, it's, it's at this point, is prove it. Like, you absolutely got to prove it. I love everything that we did this offseason as far as signings. Hands down, this is probably the most excited I've been in a long time for this team because I see that they actually put some thought, effort, into what they did. Like there was actually someone sitting down that had an actual plan and that plan came together and they said, okay, this is what we need. They spent a, they spent a lot of money on that defense, a lot of money on that defense. So um, my expectation is that defense better be top 10. It better be. They went and got a a defensive coordinator from that other team. They went and got a D tackle from that other team. They went and got a safety from another team. They went and got everything except a linebacker. That's the only thing that I say that they did not go get was a linebacker. Other than that, this team better be stout up front. They better be rough on the edges and they better be tight in the back
0: end. So you're confident? I mean, so basically, you're okay with. What we the groceries that we brought in is now all about how we gonna cook. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I I I I, I made sure that I I said that
2: I like what they did in all season as far as on the defensive end. Okay, love okay. it. Okay,
0: absolutely. Banks, go ahead.
1: I uh, just wanted to um kind of like correct you on Derek Cole. They did bring in a linebacker from that other team, Caden Ellis. I forgot, I forgot.
2: I forgot. Yeah, my bad. I know you're talking about. Listen, listen. Go ahead,
0: baby.
1: Oh, that's all I wanted. I just wanted to correct him. That's all.
0: Listen, fellas, man, it's it's been a while that I have really, really kind of tuned in and locked in to to training camp. Um, You know, not to go back to, you know, the last, the previous years and back to the previous regimes, but just... The personnel that they brought in, man, I've been really, really intrigued to see what they've been doing in camp. Obviously, I'm going to be locked into the preseason because, I mean, we're invested, obviously. There's no secret about it. This is our team. But, like, me and Banks, like, we talked about this yesterday, Banks. It is refreshing somewhat to see, like, preseason. We know where our start. We, As fans, we kind of know where our starters are. But the depth. That's one of the things that we've been we we've talked about for a number of years is having depth. Because we know in the NFL, you got to have guys that are going to be able to step up because it's a long season, and you got to have that depth to be sustainable if you want to be successful. This is the first time in a long time that I'm, I want to see the number twos and number threes because I feel confident in our number ones, right? So this is where we want to be as fans. We want to be able to see what we can do um, to sustain – sustain success with our depth because I feel very, very confident in our starting um, with our, with our starting guys. Speaking of starting guys, there's one thing that I want to talk about here that I want to kind of get off of my chest and I'm gonna come up. uh, I'm gonna talk to you banks here and then I get Derrick Cole's take on this. Um, We know for a fact that our organization has given Desmond Ritter, the starting position at this point. Um, He was given that title last year, going into the last four games of the season, going into training camp, he was given that position. But apparently there's not been a lot of I guess confidence in some quote unquote experts, you know, in 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 football. Meaning that they still think that Desmond Ritter is not that guy. He was a third round pick. You know, I don't want to talk about, you know, Mariota and what happened last year, but he ended up coming in taking the reins. We're moving forward. We're going forward. Banks, is all of this shade that Desmond Ritter getting warranted? I mean, we only saw a small sample size of him last year. Or do we just need to just say, hey, let's see what this young man can do? I mean, we haven't seen enough to really evaluate what he could do. Is all this shade warranted? And do you think this guy can be a franchise guy with this organization?
1: I, I, it's not warranted, Leo. Um, I think what this is stemming from is the fact where he was drafted. Um, he was drafted third round. And a lot of people, um, he, uh, people included in this fan base, have dismissed him because he's not a first-round quarterback. Um, it's not fair to him. Um, you don't have to be a first round quarterback to be successful. Um, it's just unfortunate that they already dismissed him for whatever he's done. Like you said, he only played four games. That's not even enough to even be negative about him. He hasn't done anything enough for you to say, no, he's not the man. You don't know that. Um, can he be, he, he could, um, You, you, they definitely did a good job of putting a lot of weapons around him to be successful. Um, I've seen, uh, the past three drafts of what they were trying to do of keeping this quarterback upright. You know, even before he got here, they, they got a tight end. So that's one mission completed that he's got a safety blanket off the rip. So, um, yeah, they as far so far so good as for me. Yes, I think he yeah. can't be successful.
0: All right, Derek Cole, man, I'm taking the gloves off, man. Is this shit fair to Desmond Ritter, man? I mean, yes, he has to prove himself, man. But is this fair to him going into this season that nobody is giving put like this here? Being the quarterback, meaning he's the you know the most focal point of this team. Is this you know fair to him? How the perception is, like, he can't be a franchise guy. Is this fair to him, man? Well, let me, let
2: me play devil's advocate here
0: and say he's a professional.
2: So one thing he should not do is listen to the chatter outside the organization. That's number one. If he's listening to that, then I don't want him as my quarterback. Because if he's listening to that and making his decisions based on that, then that's a problem. Now, if you're talking about this fan base as far as what – they want to think, or what they want to assume—that's different. You know what I'm saying? You always gonna have these old fickle fans in Atlanta. They're gonna have a a, a a a a prototype of what they feel like should be our quarterback. That's that's evident. We already know this. You also gonna have some people that's gonna be suspect and put the crown on somebody before his time. So I'm going to stay in the middle of the road here and say what we need out of Desmond Ritter is to be efficient, do not turn the ball over, and run the offense. We don't need him to be that guy behind center. If he can do that this first year, because I'm going to say it's his first year, he only played four games. If he can do that his first year and our defense ball out like I think we're going to do, we're good.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I feel like it's unwarranted, you know, give this guy a chance. You know, you got to give guys a chance. Obviously fans, we are fans. We're fans for a reason. These guys, the GMs, the coaches, they're put in position to be able to evaluate talent and understand what they need in order to be successful. Everything that I've heard about Desmond Ritter since he's been drafted is that this kid is a leader, that this kid is a, student of the game, and that this kid can turn into potentially a franchise quarterback. And that's what we want to see. So we got to give this guy a chance and an opportunity to do that. Banks, like you said, he has the opportunity with the things that have been put around him. Like you said, Derrick Cole, he does not need to do above and beyond. He needs to to, to do what he can In order for us, you know, to be successful, manage, not turn the ball over and go to the guys that we have. I mean, we get Kyle Pitts back. Obviously, Drake London is going to be a great, viable weapon for us as the number one receiver. Uh, We drafted a guy in Bajon Robinson is going to be in the backfield. Tyler Algiers over a thousand yards rushing. In my opinion, maybe you guys can tell me if I'm wrong or not. And you guys can tell me if I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. And I'm gonna go to you, Derrico, first here, not to hark on this too long. Derrico, I personally think we have a top-tier offensive line. Correct me if I'm right. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like we have a top-tier offensive line in in the in the NFL, not just in the division, not just in the conference. I think in the NFL at this point, I think we have a top-tier offensive line. I can't dispute
2: that. I mean, there was top five, I think, in rushing. The only thing that we can knock them about. But I don't think that was per se all of their issues. I mean, I believe that we have a, a line that can hold up in the run game, in the passing game. We just need to make sure that the passing game part is handled by the quarterback, period.
0: Absolutely. Banks, how do you feel about this offensive line?
1: Kind of stole my thunder. Um, I think the offensive line is just A1 when it comes to that rush, um, rushing Um, offense for the passing. Um, I still think it's kind of some work to be done there. I mean, they would admit to you themselves that they're not the best in pass blocking, but at the same time, they're not bad. They're not the worst that they used to be. I think they are somewhere in the middle of the pack when it comes to like pass blocking, but you are going to be rushing the ball 60%, 65% of the time, um, yeah, you can't help but to be the best because that's all you're doing is pushing the physical lines backwards. So
0: Yeah. And one thing I can say, man, from, from a draft perspective and from a from a, a free agent perspective is we can't this team has gotten big. You know what I'm saying? There was a, a, a point where <laughs> I hate to even say this, but it was a fast and physical mentality here with this franchise that is no longer the case this is now a big and physical team I think that we all can agree that we want to get big and we want to get physical on both sides of the ball not just on the offensive line but in the backfield our wide receivers and our tight ends when you look at the defense (laughs) we have gotten big Very, very big and very, very physical. And I think that that's the type of football that we want to play. I think that that's the brand of football that Arthur Smith wants to put on the table. We want to be able to beat you at every position physically. We want to be stronger and bigger than you. So I have no problems with that. So, look, fellas, just a couple of things here before we move into the next segment. Uh, A couple of things that I want to talk about. Um, We've had now a chance to digest what we did in the draft, Right. Um, I know draft night and I know initially what we talked about early with the draft. We had our, our thoughts and our um, knee jerk reactions about um, our draft picks, but Derrick, I'm going to bring it over to you here first. Um, and I'm going to just before I, I give my piece, before I give it to you, our first round pick was John Robinson. Obviously there were, there were a lot of, a lot of thought processes with a lot of, a lot of our, the fans, about where we should go with that first pick. And I think a lot of people felt like we did, you know, this was not a direction that we needed to go in as far as running back is concerned. And, you know, I feel that way. Like, you know, we had a lot of addressing issues that we needed before we got a running back, but he's here now. He's a part of this organization. He's going to be a very, very focal point in this offense, and just some of the things that you've heard and seen with Bajan as a first pick. Where's your confidence level with him, and how he can contribute day one, um, coming into this organization, uh, Derrico?
2: I mean, if you're asking me based on what is being said at training camp, he's going to be a, a he's going to be an upgraded. Cordreal Patterson. He's going to be a young Cordreal Patterson. Um, that's all I can say because I'm not going to talk about what I think or should we have done. So I'm just going to leave it right there because I
0: want to stay yeah. on point. Well, no, no. I just I wanted to get your thoughts on how do you feel about him contributing day one.
2: Oh, um, like yeah. I said.
0: Yeah, that's why that's why stop. Because yeah. I just want to say right there, as far as him contributing, not yeah, we yeah, yeah we're beyond what we could have done. It's we're here now. We can't go back and change the past. I don't have a time machine, Banks. Maybe you do, but we're here now with beyond man. And I, I'm going to go on record as saying this, man. And I can't apologize for the whole entire fan base, but I think it's unfair for people to have a knee jerk reaction and automatically assume. That this guy is not going to do something. I, I get it. A lot of contingency of fans that wanted us to go in another direction. But I feel like it's unfair to to wish ill will or wish or hope that this kid is not successful. I don't understand as a fan of a team because Who of your own. I mean, I'm not I'm not specifically talking about any of us. But let's be real. I,
2: yeah, I don't think nobody's doing that. No, you dude. don't
0: you don't you don't you don't put your ear to some of the circles that me and yeah. banks do. But I feel so, as though there were a contingency of fans. Banks correct me if I'm wrong, that because of their own selfishness don't want to see this young man succeed. Like we let, let's be real about this here. Derrick, well, Cole, give me one me, second. Me, banks, give me, me one let second, let me, I'm all a right. banks, give me one second, and I'm gonna give it to you. There is a contingency of fans here that want what they want and how they want it. And if they don't get it, they can't uh, quantify anything else. It's like, hey, this is who we wanted. We didn't get him. To hell with who we picked. And we don't give a damn about what he does. I had to get that kind of off my chest. Banks, I'm going to give it over to you. Now that I've said what I've said, where are we now? (laughs) With Bajan and him
1: being successful with this organization, man. Well, let's let's take a let's take a trip back. Let me use that time machine you claim I have. Um back in April, April 28th, um, when we drafted this man, um, we all know who was on the board at the time. At that moment, at that particular moment, it was almost a clear um assumption that this team was gonna go that direction. Um it was res- whispers and rumblings about Bijan Robinson prior to the draft starting. I don't think a lot of people took it serious. That's why it kind of blindsided everybody. Um, when you had that particular individual on the board still, um, I don't think people was kind of wishing ill will towards him. I think they were pretty much pissed off at the organization for being, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess the word is being selfish. A lot of fans was like looking at it one direction as to say, uh, we should have went this direction and no other way because he was right there in our laps and we didn't do it. And, you know, Falcons going Falcons, you know, and this is what they do and we all know they do this and he's not going to be here in five years, blah, 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 blah. I heard it Hmm. all. But I, I think what we as fans has learned throughout these months that he has been here that he's a good stand-up guy um he has a lot of good reports coming out of tra- training camp um lots of good reports so um i i think just you know in a, in a in a in that what you are what you're saying about the fan base at that moment that knee-jerk reaction um Yeah, it it was mainly towards the organization, I believe, and it was it was it was the way I felt, you know. It was it was, I mean, I I can I can I can feel exactly what the city was feeling. Absolutely. Polite,
0: polite. This here, man. I want to go on record as saying this here. You know, y'all can say what y'all want to say about me, man, but listen. Anytime somebody gets the opportunity to put on this uniform to represent the Falcons, the team that I love, man, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them my support wholeheartedly until they prove me otherwise, until they cannot hold up their end of the deal. You know, that's, that's all I can do as a fan, because once again, at the end of the day, this podcast is driven by us being fans of this team. And I can't speak for I, – I, I've had a lot of people come to me and ask me about this pick and how I feel about this pick. I've had a lot of angry people, like you said, Banks, that were not feeling it because of who else was on the board. But at the end of the day, this young man and what he represents and what he's able to do on the field, I don't have no beef with it. I hope this guy is successful, and I hope this guy can lead us to where we want to be as a franchise and as fans I want do I I literally want with John Robinson to be that guy that we can say hey you know what he led us to this to the champion to, to the championship you know however you feel about it whatever but like this whole idea of I didn't get what I want so now I want to be right we got to get out of that shit man I'm sorry we gotta get out of this. I it's it's almost this culture of I wanna be right, so I don't want this person or this to succeed. You feel what I'm saying, Banks? And Derek, Cole, like I said, I know you don't you try not to listen to those circles, but it's it's become a, a, a sense of people want to be right about how they feel and instead of seeing the big picture. You know what I mean? And I'm, and and that's Leo, all that Leo, you know
2: Leo, Leo. I'm gonna keep saying this, and I hope one day that you hear my heart. You talking about a a fragment, a a sector of the fan base that gets in your ass and make they be you, loud
0: as hell, boy. Who they be loud.
2: They be loud. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm I'm just letting you know this, and I I I mean, at some point we have to realize that there are some people. There are some folks that will claim to be Atlanta Falcon fans, but are not. I've never said, no matter what they drafted, that I want somebody to fail. Never. That's just like, you, you have to be one of the most ignorant fans on the earth to sit there and wish ill on a player on your team that you represent. Will I say, hey, I think we should have went in another direction? Absolutely. Absolutely will say that. Will I see another player perform and say that's what I was talking about? Absolutely. But I will never say, X player over here that's on my team, I pray that you fail. Because at that point, not only are you failing, but my team is failing. So what I want us to do is stop listening to the white noise.
0: I get it. I get it, Banks. Man, so listen. We've kind of gone <laughs> over our time, Derricko. I don't think you have a problem with us continuing this conversation for a few more minutes here before we wrap this up. Just talking about training camp as a whole, man, Banks. What do you say to those fans that want to be right in their own minds instead of being, you know, considerate of the entire team and the entire fan base?
1: Only thing I say is if you are loud about. Wanting to be right once that situation arises and it's not what you thought it was going to be, be man enough to admit that you were wrong. That's all I got to say about that.
0: That's what's up, man. So, listen here a couple of other items before we close this thing out about training camp, man. A couple yeah, of things yeah, that I've learned about, about, about a few players. You, go ahead, Derek. Yeah,
2: Banks, you just said something, and I, and I want to be on record and say I was wrong about Drake London. I said he was going to be soft. However, I'm still not happy about the, the position that we drafting him in. I'm apologizing because I said he was going to be
0: soft. Hey, man, listen. Hey, Banks, hey, I got to give Derrick o credit, man. That man, hey, look, man, I got to give Derrick Cole credit. He stepped up to the plate, man, and, and ate some crow. So shout out to, to Derrick Cole on that, man. Absolutely, man. So I'm glad that you were able to, to see the talent for what it is worth, man, and seeing Drake London moving forward, man, because we we've all had some some back channel discussions about what he's done and where he is, and especially with the rookie Philip Clark coming in, challenging him off the rip, you know what I'm saying, and he's been able to take that, eat it, and make himself, I think, better going into this season moving forward, man. So I'm actually I'm absolutely a Drake London fan just because of that, and I'm absolutely a Philip Clark fan. Uh, just because of that as well. So, look, we pressed against the mark here, fellas. I want to get a couple of takes here before we close this thing out, obviously, uh, about uh, training camp. Um, two things here uh, before we uh, leave. Uh, going into my notes here, give me one second, fellas. It's all—it's always interesting to find out certain things about players, right, either players that we've had for a while or players that we acquired. So two players I want to talk about in particular. First player I want to talk about is Mac Hollins who we brought in, who's obviously now uh, slated to be our number two, <laughs> number two receiver. Um, this is very interesting to me, man. I've been reading a lot and hearing about about Mac Hollins, who we acquired from um, the Las Vegas Raiders, who's a Super Bowl champion, by the way. He was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. Mac Hollins, number one, A, does not eat with utensils. You have hands. These are, This is what you eat with. Number two, Matt Hollins does not like to wear shoes. He... Was seen spotted in the mall of Georgia at the Apple Store the other day with a a tattered shirt, a half cut shirt, and no shoes in the Apple Store. Quite the character, but apparently this guy can really really play football. Um, Derrick, oh, I come at you first. This guy can play football, man. The extracurriculars. How do you feel about the character of Mac Hines? And and what do you see him How do you see him contributing to this organization I find he's a real interesting character There's a couple other things too as well But those are the, the things that stood out man Hey um, man you know, man, you, know I, you know I'm, man, a, former,
2: you know I'm I, a former baller So my thing is <laughs> I don't care what you do As long as you produce Cause you know we got caught up in that Thing before about loud my players talking about what they're going to do and what they ain't going to do. I, I, I like this dude. You know what? I, I actually like this dude. And the reason why I like this dude, because he seems to be cut from a different cloth. He's not relegated to what somebody else is thinks. He wants to be a ball player. He absolutely said, I don't know why y'all eat with utensils. He said, I don't know why y'all do X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? So that, that tells me, that he can't be easily convinced about who he is. He knows what his assignment is.
0: His assignment is to catch footballs and to score touchdowns. Absolutely. Banks, how do you feel about that? We'll talk about one other player before we close this thing out. He ain't drinking, but he sure so is on mute.
1: I'm trying to get this thing off mute, but <laughs> fellas, uh, This thing is acting crazy. <laughs> Uh, anyway um yes he's an eccentric person I think that's the right word to call him eccentric um listen um like you guys said just get in the end zone he obviously sees life in a different lens than we do there's nothing wrong with that there's no crime in that um just do your job brother catch footballs block if you have to make touchdowns help this team win that's all I want you to do
0: absolutely one more one more guy that i want to talk about um and i felt like when we drafted him it it, it was going to be a good thing and i think that maybe this guy is going to be a contribute early on I, I think a lot of people thought that he was going to be a project guy and somebody we were going to bring on just to see what he could do man but zach harrison we've heard a lot of good things about zach harrison this dude is number one physically he's 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 a big guy um you fond of him, ain't you, because he's a big guy? <laughs> yes, I, I am. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for all the big guys, by the way. Shout out to all my big guys. But listen, Zach Harrison has been doing some things here in camp. Uh, we knew that plant coming from Ohio State, we saw some some things. Didn't see a, re, a well-rounded DN, but we're now seeing that he might be able to contribute early on. Want to get you guys' thoughts. I mean, obviously – We'll lay some up next next Friday night, I think, next Thursday or Friday night against the Dolphins to see a little more. But we've been hearing a lot about him out of out of training camp. This is another name that we've heard a lot. Banks, your thoughts here with Zach Harrison. We talked about him a little bit on draft night. But are you are you kind of stoked to now hear that he's been he's been doing his thing, man?
1: I must admit that when we drafted him, I had no idea who he was. I didn't really remember him. From Ohio State. Um, now that I'm hearing the different reports and what he's doing, I'm a little bit more intrigued. So I don't have a lot to say for the man. I just need to see him because, again, I had no expect. I didn't know who he was. I'm just gonna be honest with you.
0: I give you that. I give you that much. Derrick Man, anything you want to add, man, before we close the thing out about Zach Harrison, man? Obviously, you know my affinity for big man. and I just love to see big man succeed. Because so
2: I thought you was talking about somebody else. I'm, I'm being honest. Because I, I, I'm going to be honest. I ain't heard Zach Harris's name. But I have heard Matthew Bergeron's name. The O-lineman from Syracuse. That's what I thought you was talking that's about.
1: That's the one who's tearing That's what I thought that's, you were talking that's about. That's the big guy you need to be talking yes. about.
2: That's who you need to be talking about, though.
0: Okay, man, that's dude, all that's I'm gonna right, say. Yes. So he,
2: he stepped, that's, he that's what in. I'm trying to tell you. Now, if you're talking about backup depth, that
0: dude's gonna take somebody to position.
1: Uh, absolutely, Hennessy's on notice.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, we brought him in. And he, you know, he was a high pick, and um, you know. For, for a reason. It was a couple of other teams that was looking at them too, man. So, obviously, yes, Bergeron has, has been doing this thing on the old line So, I'm very, very excited to see. Next week, we'll have a lot to talk about, fellas, man. Preseason game coming up. They're doing some joint practices with the Miami Dolphins next week. So, man, exciting times. So, listen, we didn't get a chance to talk about – we didn't get a chance to scratch the surface. There was a lot of other things we want to talk about. Obviously, Derrico, you had everything lined up to talk about the, uh, the, the Hall of Fame. Our class that's going in. I also want to talk about, you know, a little more soccer here uh, as it uh, pertains to the United States. This summer was filled with a bunch of teams that came over from Europe and played all across the country to promote the sport and to grow the sport. And I think that we're at a point now in this country with soccer where it's about to turn. And we'll, we'll, of course, talk about that at a later date with our, our, our podcast because we love to do it. Derrico, let everybody know how they can find you, man, before we close this thing out.
2: You can find me right here where I'm at right now, out here on my patio.
0: This, 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 right here, man. Banks, go ahead let everybody know where they can find you, man, before we close this thing out, man.
1: Uh, before I let everybody know where you can find me at, um, give a special prayer out for Jeff Akuda who's been um injured in training camp today uh he was carted off with a a lower leg injury i'm not really certain what really happened but um hopefully that mri comes back positive uh not positive that way but hope it comes back into good news yeah i i I need to watch what i say right (laughs) but um yeah that was um Kind of like sad news for the day. But you can find me at Antoine Jarrell Banks on Facebook or Baby Banks80 on Twitter or Instagram. And you can also find me on the South Side. Uh if you come down this way, I will be here. Uh just look for the red lights. Yeah, the red light, damn. All right, yeah, man, the listen. Red light district.
0: <laughs> the You're red in light the neighborhood? Listen. In the listen. Listen, listen. You can always find us, the Leo G Show, man. You can always find us on Facebook, the Leo G Show. You can also find us on Twitter, or I don't know what they call it these days, man. They done changed that shit to an X. I don't know what's going on over there on that side of, of the deal. <laughs> it's it's uh <laughs> the Leo G Show, the number one on X. So what is it X, guy? What is it? Still Twitter, or is it X? What is Elon Musk over there doing? I don't know what this shit is. The X over there. Find us, the Leo G Show at at it, the Leo T Show, the number one over there. You write X, oh, it. extinct. X, <laughs> <It's laughs> over there on Twitter, man. Uh, you know, uh, we, we keep uh, the positive feedback, man. Catch us on Facebook, man. We You know, catch us on YouTube, man. Also, like and subscribe, obviously, man, because we love to do what we do, man. We're Atlanta fans. Fellas, guess what, man? We got a lot to talk about, a lot to do moving forward here we going to be week by week now, fellas. We're getting into the stretch of what we love to do, man. Football, soccer, baseball, basketball is going to be coming up, man. We'll talk about some wrestling, rugby, pro volleyball, all that, man. It's a lot to talk about coming up here on the Leo G Show, man, coming up here pretty soon. So we love y'all, man. We about to be out.
1: All right. Shout out to the dream. Shout out to the dream.
0: Yo, shout out to the vibe, Atlanta
2: vibe, baby, the new volleyball team. <laughs>
0: Good show.